Hey y'all, it's Natalie Sugar Brown here. And you know what time it is, if that's the case. It must be, well, 7.30ish on a Wednesday night because you're here with me, Natalie Sugar Brown. Um, and it's the Sugar Show. It's the Sugar Show, y'all. It's the Sugar Show where we get together and we have a conversation. We talk about women's boxing. I am Natalie Sugar Brown, woman boxer, female pugilist, okay? Been in the game, uh, ups, downs, ins, outs, all of it. And now this is my platform to talk about it. And this is where I speak on things, speak on the real authentic story of being a woman boxer out here in the world. Um, you know, the, 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 talking the talk, okay? So this is a platform where we are able to uh, get on here and just, you know, chat, okay? You don't have to know the numbers per se. You don't have, you just gotta like the broad. You gotta like what we talking about. And like doesn't mean that, oh, you're agreeing with what I'm saying per se. Like it meaning you like the vibe. You like you like uh, coming on the sugar show or chilling out with me and, and us talking to talk. Um, ask me the questions, ask me, ask me, ask me, right? It may seem like a dumb question and it may seem like something that everyone should know, I guess, because not many people know about what's going on out here, especially being a woman boxer, okay? So ask me the questions that you want to ask me. I ain't never scared, <laughs> okay? So, um, you know, we're gonna get into the conversation Okay, to, to, tonight's title is, are we excited yet? Are we excited yet? Why? Because there's a, there's a big card coming up in women's boxing this weekend. Yeah, and I've been chatting about that for the last couple weeks or some, you know what I'm saying? I gave the spiel and the um, kind of rundown of the card uh, last Wednesday. But uh, I got to bring it back this this Wednesday, too. Why I'm bringing it back is because they done added, they done added another couple broads on, on the card that that we really got to talk about because it's not, you know, um, I, I got some, I, I got some challenge when it comes to, um, what it is they selling on this card, okay? So I went I went through the the other stuff and you know I I, I said how I felt and, and some of the guys came on always support me and I'm so grateful. I hope you guys show up and and the, if you're new to to the sugar show or to the uh, sugar platform, you are welcome to chime in. And if you true, you know, I love to hear from you and I, and I love to see you uh, come in on my thread and, and talk to talk. Okay. So today or tonight, we're going to talk about, um, and we want to get into it. Lovely assistant, 
Yeah, I don't know how long this show might be. You know? It just depends. It just depends. Okay, so y'all look. Look who they done added. Look who they added to the um, Amanda Serrano. Um, goodness, y'all done. I'm already jammed up. Um, to, to this big card here at Madison Square Garden with uh, Amanda Serrano and uh, lovely assistant, for some reason, this broad's name misses me. Who Amanda fighting on on um on Thursday? On Thursday, who is Amanda fighting? Like, I, it's not that she's a nobody or whatever, but like for some reason that these these names aren't um aren't parked in my mind nowadays. Y'all, y'all gonna help me? All right, so. Um, my guys came into the rescue. Thank you, Erica Cruz. Okay, so Erica Cruz, and the thing is, Erica Cruz is a champion. She got a belt in her division, right? So Amanda's is fighting it, it, it is fighting Erica Cruz. Y'all know. Listen, it's Wednesday. They don't call Wednesday Hump Day for nothing. Okay, listen. Y'all should y'all don't even know what's going on at, on on the um behind the scenes in, in the life of your girl Sugar. But listen, I I I'm just glad I can make it here and we could chat the chat. Okay, this is this is actually one of the favorite one of my favorite parts of the week when I get together with you guys with with you guys that chime in or you guys that uh, come to see me and 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 talk my talk. Okay, so. Erica Cruz has a belt. I think this is uh, um, the the division is is with these smaller gals. Um, is it um, y'all? Let me just go on and because this I am jammed up. Amanda, who am Amanda? Fine, y'all know I'm on my phone. Let's see what, what she fighting for. Um, come on, don't. All right, y'all. So Amanda Serrano is fighting Erica Cruz um, for her featherweight title. Okay. I ain't much going on down in featherweights. You know, I'm not saying that it's irrelevant or whatever it is, but, you know, you know how when you don't really like when when you don't really look at something um too too much you kind of forget the details so that's you know that that's what kind of happened but no shade you know i i am looking forward to this card coming up this weekend because as i i gave you all the rent run through last weekend i mean last uh week wednesday it's some it, it's a pretty interesting match on this card with Alicia and um, and uh, Ellen McCallum, Alicia Mumgarner and Ellen McCallum, I think that is McCallid, is is the matchup that I'm looking forward to. Okay, so look who they done added these two on the card. Okay, so of course y'all know I got to I got to give y'all the rundown about what's coming on and. 
the thing about it is it's such a huge card that there's five uh women's bouts now on this card which and and it's being promoted pretty pretty good live on uh Dazzin, you know uh of course um what's his name um Jake Paul is the guy that's that's um got his his stable his uh super his stars the stars of his st stable on on this card he just signed uh Shadiza Green and coincidentally six days ago he signs her and then he puts her on this huge card to fight um uh Ellen uh, Sideros so uh let me break down this matchup and and let, let's talk about this matchup okay um lovely assistant can you um can you pan to the next image please come on now all right so you know each contender deserves they their little um little time in the spotlight and and ellen uh Sideros certainly deserves hers and not many people know about this this broad okay but let's talk about her okay because she's she's uh the she she's had the the titles in her hands why not you know why not so um as you can see ellen Sideros is eight wins one loss and four KOs. She is a super middleweight. Okay. Right now she's a super middleweight contender. Okay. So she had, um, two belts. She had the IBF, uh, super middleweight belt and the WBA super middleweight belt. And y'all know, I hope y'all keeping up with sugar and sugar show because I, there is some education. There is some education in, in, you know, what I come on here and chat about. But um, she had these two titles up until April of last year, 2022, uh, when she, where she was defeated, where Franchon uh, Cruz Desern came and took took her uh, hardware up off of her. Okay, at the same spot, Madison Square Garden, and I think it was on the undercard of. Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano. Okay. Um, and, and it just, it looks like Jake Paul just love what, just love when his gals get freaky at Madison Square Garden because this is the second showing for his, his broads, his, his gals from a stable at Maddie Square Garden. Okay. Amanda and now uh, Shadizia, who he just signed. Okay. So we won't go into uh, Ellen Sederus. Uh, She's about 5'10", okay, big, big broad, okay, that, that's pretty tall. Uh, she's 38 years old, okay, so she's croning. She's croning right now. She's Swedish. She's from Sweden. And um, she got some items on her receipt. Okay, so this is a pretty, she she was a pretty decent contender 
in in her division or, or is uh, um, right now. Well, you know, we want to talk talk about th this one. Okay, so um, uh, lovely assistant. Let, let's pan on to the next image. Image. Okay, so the first item or the first broad she has on her receipt is with who we're looking at right here, Femke Herman, who just had an outstanding win um, against the, the the gal or the broad uh, up in Quebec, Canada, Mary Spencer. So she she flew all the way away from where she was at and went and and took her win up off of Mary Spencer in Quebec. And not only did she um, fight to a decision, but she dropped Mary Spencer in this match. And and I believe she exposed Mary's uh, heart a, a bit. You know, I, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, Mary comes back and lick her wounds, but this is something that I've not, I've mentioned in in previous shows where Mary Spencer her heart, you know, and we we call it heart in boxing, has always been questionable. Does she have the heart to fight when it when someone brings a fight to her? And Femke brought a fight brought the fight to her in in where you know just because you get dropped in the fight don't mean the fight's over. And it doesn't mean you go and lose or you're losing the fight. If anything, you fight harder if something like that happens, especially in your backyard. But uh, it didn't, you know, Mary, Mary just didn't show up after after that happened. And Femke, being the phlegmatic fighter that she is, phlegmatic temperament, meaning you know, she's going with the energy now uh, of the crowd and everything that's happening around her. She just gained momentum and, and just kept building and building where uh, Mary Spencer, who uh, I would say she is more of a um, sanguine type of fighter, because if you're not, if she's not in the spotlight, if she's not being praised, if she's not the, you know, the 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 um star of the show, she she certainly stops acting like it and she won't fight like it. So she she started backing off and backing off where Femke kept building and building into a, a fantastic win. So getting back to uh chatting about um Ellen Seder uh okay, from Sweden. Uh, this broad is on her receipt. Okay, so she fought Femke Herman when Femke was nine wins, uh, two losses. So Femke was, you know, I think she was fresh off of her two losses. Um, I, 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 I ain't going to tell you who she she lost against. I want I want y'all to dig a bit deeper there. Okay, but um. That's an item on the receipt. That's a that's a good contender now. Okay, and then after um, she won over Femke, she fought a fighter named Alicia Napoleon, who uh, was twelve wins, one loss at the time. Okay, and she beat Alicia Napoleon um, 
with a majority decision. Lovely assistant. Do we have any? Do do we have anything that uh, shows? Okay. So I mean, this is this is uh, at a point a point in time in the fight. So you see Ellen, uh, she, she looks like she just delivered a good one um, to cross Napoleon's jaw. And Napoleon, you know, the both eyes are, both of them eyes is closed, right? So um, I would say, to be honest, this shows the experience level or shows, you know, the, 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 um, it, it shows the comfort of, these two fighters in the ring, and you can see where they're they're still they're still a bit under seasoned, right? They're not seasoned enough to, you know, in in when you know a fighter is seasoned and and a fighter is is comfortable in the fight is when they've taken the shot and they're still looking at their their opponent or the person in front of them. Right, you taking the shot, but you looking at what's what's next, what's coming next, right? Or you're giving the shot, but you're looking exactly, you're looking where the shot's going. Both of these bras, their eyes is closed, you know, like a, a fighter, you know, such as myself. I always capitalized on this mo on these moments because I had quick feet and I knew my angles. So, um, you know, when, when a fighter closes their eyes, you know, um, I disappear. I'll show up on, at another angle that you can't quite see. And you have to find me in order to get this, in order to, to, to get that thing going again, or in, in order to, to stay in it. Right. Because, um, me, you know, once I get off the angle, you want to catch another one. You want to catch another three, right? So this picture shows, you know, two broads in there fighting. Uh, Ellen has, you know, struck a good one across, across Alicia's jaw, okay? And it, it, it looked like they were standing and giving and taking, okay? The thing about it is, um, in 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 this fight, she, she did she eked out the decision because Alicia Napoleon is not a good fighter. Uh, or not, I'm not saying she's not a good fighter, but she's not she she's not um, a fighter that deals well with someone who keeps coming who keeps coming. She she doesn't know how to manage her she she doesn't really know how to manage the pace and she doesn't know how to uh fight the 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 oncoming train, right? Sometimes you have to step off the rails and come back on, step off the track and come back on the track. Step off the track, come back on the track, right? You can't outrun the train, right? You can't outrun, keep going, moving back and moving back. Why? Because yeah, Ellen is to me. She's a phlegmatic fighter as well. She's she's moving. She's she's fighting off of the momentum and the the energy of the crowd and and what's happening around. So you don't give you don't give a fighter like that 
room or or you don't give them any type of motion to to build a a um to build momentum okay one round with george george yankovic i hope i said your name right came in and says can't wait for the card this weekend at the hulu okay is that the platform that the card is gonna be on hulu y'all i'm telling y'all sugar is a cave woman when it comes to this this stuff i don't sugar don't sugar don't even watch tv like unless it's something like really interesting sugar shouldn't me i'm i'm just always engaged i always got i always got someone that I'm engaging with. And that's what I love. I, that That's the spice of life to me, meeting people, spending time with people, even though at the same time, I am very introverted and I love time to myself. So I'm kind of weird that way, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, one round where George says, that's the name of the spot in the garden uh that is at the hulu theater used to be called the paramount thank you baby thank you for dropping that knowledge on on us okay so yeah they gonna be so it's going down at the hulu okay yes okay so some somebody finna get they ass whipped down at the hulu because you know i know you know we're not going down there the um for no girl scout convention right it, we about it's five is five female bouts right and that means 10 women about to behave badly down there uh at the hulu and that's it just sounds fantastic uh george mr uh yankovic are you going or are you going to be like chiming in or tuning in uh online you let me know and let me know who you want to see the most on the card Right. Thanks for chiming in. Eddie Barrington. Eddie Barrington says Hulu Theater is the venue. Okay, baby. Thank you. Right. I know it. Listen. And you came in always with the six roses. Okay. Mm, and you know what? You and and hopefully what I love. I, I hope one day that you know I can I can meet my um you know, meet my people, my supporters out here, because I owe you some sugar for every rose you give me, right? So I, I got six roses. That's going to be fun, ain't it, right? Um, one round with George says, uh, I plan on going. It's an hour away from me. I'm a big Serrano and Bumgarner fan. Okay. Okay, then. And I love that you would drive an hour just to see the women behave badly. Right? That's what, that's, that's what, that's all we ever wanted. That's all we ever wanted. Right? Uh, men like you, George, you, Eddie, right? The rest of y'all chiming in and y'all gals, y'all women's out there, right? To come see us. Right, make the time, make the effort to come see us act up in that mother. Okay, <laughs> it, uh, what a time to be a woman's boxers. Yeah, a woman boxer. You know what I'm saying? What a time. 
One round with George says, they are fighters, plain and simple. Ain't no ain't nothing plain and simple about being a woman boxer. That that's that's why I'm, I'm that's why I got this show, George, right? It ain't plain and simple for us. But I'm glad that you like fighters and, and it's just plain and simple and you'll drive an hour to see um these women uh these women fight, okay? Um, so a big Serrano and Bum Gardner fan. Good. Um, I'm, I, I, I am a fan of how much growth they're bringing to our industry, right? It, it, it takes a lot to be in the spotlight and I, I, I hope these girls show out really good on this card. Um, because, like I said before, what a time to be a woman uh, boxer, right? We we never headlining, main and co-main. What? You know what I'm saying? This is it's 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 fantastic. It's 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 history in the making. So um, I'm going, you know speak a little bit more about because um you guys eddie and and one round with uh with george we we have this matchup with shadisha green and versus uh ellen Cedarus on this card that just got added i would say last minute this is i mean unless they're promoting it like that right i think they being being new that they were gonna um put these broads on the card it's just maybe the paperwork didn't come together something like that and they you know finally um added them or put them on that space now i don't know that's another thing too i don't know how the lineup is going to be on this card um so let me finish up with it with this broad talking about this broad okay so majority decision win over alicia napoleon so um it looked like alicia came close to the clipping clipping the wings off uh ellen Cedarus, right majority decision that means uh, how the, the one judge thought that alicia actually won the fight so i mean that's a good item on the receipt both of them okay uh both one was a champion one was a great contender majority decision that means they both showed out okay this this one no tomato can paddington match okay and then lovely assistant uh let's let's go on to the next image let's go on to the next image oh okay so um this is uh Ellen Cedarus' most recent match, which was her versus Franchon Cruz Desern. And this was the night where uh, Franchon took took the fight. Okay, so won the, the decision, a uh, unanimous decision. That means all the judges thought of Franchon Cruz uh, beat beat that ass enough to take the hardware and become the new champ okay um french on cruise was seven and one at the time so french on cruise is that one is uh I, I will say it's clarissa shields because she was 
because she turned, she debuted versus Clarissa Shields. So her and Clarissa, uh, they turned pro by fighting each other at the same time on, on, on the card. So that's how I remember that one. Okay, um, Franchon Cruz Discern. She's not she's not known uh, for fighting per se. She calls herself the diva. Okay, but she's she is known for the diva shit that do be happening. <laughs> you know, when when it comes to her getting in the ring and and her um, tangling it up. Um, she you know. She, she broad came in, had to get her wig cut off to, to finish the fight. Uh, she, she fought someone who was um, said to be, a, a, you know, was a, a male who transitioned to female. So, you know, she, she, she brings a lot of drama and diva stuff to women's boxing, which is very interesting and, and it makes for a great show. So um, she also has a great amateur pedigree where she is a multi-world champion as an amateur. So she's, she's been the top, she's been a top fighter in the world for a while, even though, I mean, Clarissa Shields has what, 12 plus, like she, I think 12 fights now, 12 or 13 fights now, and she's, She's only, she only has like nine fights now. So she's, she's just now getting to the 10 mark. Um, so items on, on this broad receipt, Ellen Ceteros. Uh, um, she also has her, her KO. She has four KOs with her eight win, one loss um, record. Okay, and um, I would say these are her KOs. Okay, so she KO'd uh, a fighter who was three wins, 24 losses uh, out of Hungary. Her name is, uh, this fighter's name is Claudia uh, Vai out of Hungary. Okay, um, but the reason why I'm bringing this up is because Claudia Vai is also on the receipt of a uh, fighter that uh, has has drawn a lot of popularity in her in the mega match that recently happened savannah marshall so um this three and 24 fighter yes i said it three wins 24 losses fighter is one of savannah marshall's 12 victories um so it's different, right? Um, the the it the debate was previously, you know, is because when Savannah Marshall and Clarissa Shields fought, both had O's, right? But both were undefeated. Both had around the same amount of fights. I think they both had eleven, or I think was it eleven or twelve fights, something like that. They had the same amount of fights, okay? And you know, this is it's it's kind of cheesy at this point, but someone's, oh, had to go, right? And so they were arguing that uh, Savannah Marshall's 12 fights were just as substantial as Clarissa's 12 fights, which I, 
I disagree. You know, Savannah Marshall's fights, as you, you can see, there were no Paddingtons on Clarissa Shields or in Clarissa Shields' receipt. Okay, she she fought she fought many high end contenders to earn her 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 twelve and O, where Savannah Marshall was built with you know fighters like um uh claudia uh by now who uh is you know is 33 wins and 24 losses my goodness um they used to they used to suspend fighters women fighters with with records like that because of the fear of them getting severely or hurt or you know th them actually um possibly ending up dead or you know from from having these losses but what we've come to realize uh is um maybe some of these 24 losses on uh claudia vi's record weren't losses right maybe she was in the wrong place Maybe, you know, she was handed some raw deals to where these 24, these 24 losses may not, right? I haven't seen this broad fight, so I'm not going to speak too much on it, but that may, that may be the case. Um, then she went on to fighting uh, uh, Sonia uh Oh, gosh, y'all gonna watch me butcher this name, but it's all in love. Uh, Sonia Ostajik, Ostajik or Jik, right? Um, out of Bosnia, who was one win, one loss at that time. So she was a debut fighter, and she fought. She fought Sonia when she had fights under her belt. So, uh, to me, when if you are if you have more than three fights and you still fighting debut fighters, you're disgusting. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, right? Because you're fighting someone who's just getting their feet wet, like someone who hasn't even gotten comfortable in the ring. And you're using that as an advantage after you've gotten comfortable in there to to take advantage of their, um, of their, what's my words? I'm losing my words. Taking advantage of their um, inexperience, right? That's not what the, this, that can't be what this is about. And if you want to be a high end champion or high end contender, we got to stop that, right? I'm, I'm calling all of y'all for doing that. It's it's disgusting. It's cringe. Come on now. That's like that's like playing. That's like you are a, a a high school basketball player and you're playing basketball against a team of elementary school uh, students, right? And then you slam dunking on them and shit, and you claim in the win. That's how it really looks. It's the, that's how cringe it looks. Michael Ork chimes in, talking about, hey, sugar. Hey, Mike. Thanks for coming to see me. 
we on here talking about this um, addition to the Amanda uh, Serrano and Erica Cruz fight um, in Shadisha Green versus Ellen Ceteros. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of running down Ellen's uh, skid row and, and, and what her um, what her record looks like, you know, what her receipt is looking like, Mike. T tell me what you think of this broad, right? You, you out there, you know the thing. You, you know the thing, and you talk the talk on on Fridays about these women boxers. Um, how you feel, right? Tell me, tell me, tell me what you know. Tell me what you think about this. So um, then, going into uh, Ellen uh, Ellen's KO, right? She has three KOs. Well, she has. Four KOs, but I'm the, the these three KOs on her record is is what I'm focusing on because um, the these people have points that I need y'all to look at, right? I need y'all to look because people. People have records and oh KO, you know. People get excited about the KOs, but who did you KO? Who did you KO? Right? Who did you go in there and stop? Did you stop a, a, a strong contender, or did you stop somebody that really shouldn't have even been matched up with you? Right? Wow. Have to right people people ask sugar. Well, what is it going to take for you know um, people to 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 respect women's boxing and to give these women their their due? It's going to take us calling or yeah, it's going to take us knowing when it's they on some bullshit, right? Because then when you you you'll love the ones who are authentically out there doing it you're you'll love the ones who that earned the ko because they some bad broadies because they put that shit together and and you know put the put the broad down right there was no backyard back alley shenanigans and they earned you know they earned that 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 win in that fashion instead of people padding or matchmaking you know predatory matchmaking and all and all that gross um unethical stuff that happens and that's been happening in this game we've got to stop that um the last ko that i'm taught that i i will mention on ellen sidoros uh Cedaro's, uh record is uh florence uh Mathoni. Yeah, I think that's her name. Florence Mathoni, who is 12 wins, seven losses, and two draws. The thing, and she's out of Kenya. So this record is a Kenyan 12 wins, seven losses, two draws. Okay. But 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 um this the uh Florence uh Mathoni's got some items on her receipt. So she fought the likes of uh, Delphine Pursun, okay? And y'all know Delphine fights up to, um, Delphine fights between uh, 
I think feather was she she fought between featherweight and lightweight. Okay, so this is the number, right? So from one thirty right up to one thirty five. Okay, this broad then fought Femke Herman, and y'all know Femke was fighting middleweight one sixty. Okay. So this is a drastic jump in between opposition, 30 pounds, okay? So this is an item on Florence's receipt. These are the items on Florence's receipt. Then she fought Christina Hammer, who is a heavyweight, okay? So Christina Hammer fights up there. Um, well, light heavyweight, 170-something, 70-something up there. Okay, so Florence um, Mathoni, okay, she, she she's extended herself, okay? she's She has enough items on her receipt, I would say, to still be a contender. Her record, she's still winning. She still has a winning record from what I could see with 12 wins and seven losses, but she's kind of tilting now because um, her win-loss ratio is, is you know, her her losses now exceed her um, half of her winnings, okay? So that's how you do it. Like when... When a fighter's losses exceed half or go more than half of the fights that they've actually won, they that's how you determine what kind of contender they are, okay? Now, this is, like I said, this is an African uh, 12 wins, seven losses, two draws. But the fact that she's gotten into the ring with these this type of opposition still makes her a decent contender right because um these these names are using her to um to to build themselves so she had to, she had to have proposed some kind of problem to them right so um i mean even she even if she got KO'd okay so um, these are the items, and this is, you know, this is the broad uh, Ellen Sideros. Uh, now, I watched, I watched her fight. Um, I watched her fight. I watched her fight. Um, the last person I watched her fight was uh, Franchon Cruz Desern, and I'm going to tell you this: you will fall asleep watching her ass because she's very mechanical and slow but she's not afraid to leak and she will always leak in there yes she's one of those that she ain't moving her head she's boom and she's gonna keep coming like frankenstein boom boom and keep coming like frankenstein till you bust her all up and she's leaking and she's still gonna keep coming i think her blood motivates her i hate fighting people like that to be honest Right. That's just that's a bit of sanguine in me. Right. Oh, when you get your blood and boogers on me, mm, it's gross. I got to stop this shit now. You know what I'm saying? So. um, And and to be honest, that is that is something that can win a fight. You know, that is something that can affect the psyche of a fighter. 
and 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 can be used right so she knows her blood can you imagine someone walking to you drenched in blood and you're hitting them and they're still walking to you like a zombie that's going kind of that's going to freak some real ones out who ain't built for this you know you got to be built to you got to be built to bludgeon somebody right so if your conscience starts coming through and starts like working on you because this is she keeps coming and she keeps bleeding and she you see her you see her life slowly leaving her she'll she'll catch up to you and she'll she'll end up beating you if if you if you're not locked in and and if the savage ain't as strong um so michael Orr comes in and um we want to talk about yeah so michael Orr comes in talking about who we who we about to um who we about to chat up on uh shadisha green okay so um mike chimes in and says green was three was a, a three kings prospect of the year before getting signed to mvp jake paul who the three kings though the three kings who who them who them prospect of the year you know like these awards and all of that stuff um we got something's coming right something's being put together something is in the works right now that's going to you know really really put these awards and all of these 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 credentials in their place right because i don't know who the three kangs is prospect of the year well what other prospects do y'all got who what other prospects do y'all have for me to be impressed about this pro about you nominating this you know prospect of the year uh lovely assistant can you change the image please please Ooh, that's another shot right there let's talk about it just real quick we want to chime back now the thing about this too the reason why this the reason why this clip made it is boy i tell you the performance there's a performance in every matchup and 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 it's a performance like some some of these broads they the way they fight is their brand the all of the all of us broads the way we fight is our brand okay and i i'm gonna say beautiful woman beautiful woman she may um me and her have gotten into it she done blocked me on social media french on cruise i don't care <laughs> but i'll say beautiful woman uh except for when she's fighting boy you ain't never seen an uglier broad in a fight right she 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 ain't she ain't gonna be the one smooth in it right she gonna bring out the ugly in a she gonna show you her ugly in a match and so um you know an unorthodox just ugly ugly punches ugly everything but it's entertaining you know and she comes out she comes out the diva after that so you know very entertaining um her versus uh her her versus ellen was 
was just entertaining in that way where, you know, you just, she laid some leather on Ellen's ass in there. I'm telling you, and Ellen just kept coming. I was like, is she feeling any of those shots? Like she's just Frankenstein up in that mug. I was like, okay. Um, you know, so that's why this clip made it and and she seemed to be handling it but boy um franchon had her leaking in there she was all bloody love her outfit i loved both of their outfit that night um you know with the um uh, what do y'all call it um what do you um with, with the pleather with, with the pleather tank top and and the um black and gold uh roman roman skirt and and uh Franchon Cruz in there with the with the grape ape with the with the grape perp with the perp <laughs> uh sequins in there uh shining and glistening it, it 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 looked good it looked good I liked I liked to to watch that because the um they did have person that show their personality um out behind their fighting in in their wardrobe and and just in how they were handled themselves in there so uh, i liked it um lovely assistant is there is is there anything else is there any other um pictures okay so now we're talking about shadija green okay so three kings prospect um Michael Orr says, um, Three Kings is a website that provides boxing news. Great, great. So who are the other prospects? Who are the other prospects? Like who, like they, they prospect in women's fighters out there. I just, the reason why I'm asking, you're going to see why I'm, I'm being a smart ass about this, right? Because, um, I got to say it. Somebody's going to say it. Um, um, she's suspect. She's suspect. And I'm not saying that the broad might not be able to fight, and I'm not been saying she ain't nothing, but um, I looked at her receipt. Um, how you going to make somebody a prospect of the year when they ain't done much? You know what I'm saying? Save your breath. But I told y'all out here that these these news sources, you know, they they getting bought, they getting paid, they getting favors, right? They for for putting for putting people's gals in on, on a ranking list, on a list, on the spotlight. But that's not helping. That's not helping women's boxing, right? Do it. You can do it with the men. Right. The, the men got got deep pockets, but we don't have we we don't have deep enough pools and pockets of women and contenders for you to be bullshitting people. Right there. I always say this. There are contenders out there that deserve these awards that deserve to be prospects of the year, right? And you're supposed to be given boxing news and you can't find, you can't, you, you can't find the names. 
You're supposed to be serving the public and giving them information and you bullshitting people. I think that's disrespectful. That's why I always, as much as, as much as, uh, Sue, Hey Sue, I hope you watching, uh, Sue off of, um, Sue Fox from the Bible of women's boxing W B A N. Right. If you want to know something about a woman boxer, you go to WBAN, the Women's Boxing Archive Network. Okay. It's one thing Sue ain't never done. She done she had her favorites, but she ain't never lied on abroad. And she makes sure she put people together on her boards and stuff that she tries to be objective and she tries to give everyone a fair chance. Even though Sue, you be having your favorites, but I, I love you anyway. You've been here for you've been here for sugar. You've been out there for all of us, and I love you for that. I'm always saying. Um. So you know, I'm sure on check it out. Check out the WBAN website. You'll you'll see a list of broads deserving of many awards. And all of a sudden the three kings come out and think that they can talk about a woman a woman boxer. And saying that she a prop, if you're giving information, do the work, just like suing them, right? Um, Eddie Montavolo, right? He he been out there. He'll tell you, um, what you know the ABCs, and it ain't that you know ABCs you find in an alphabet soup, right? He's he's written articles and he's done the research and he's actually rolled his sleeves up and helped broads in the game. Right. So he'll tell you. Right. He's about to start a podcast, too. I'm supporting everybody out here. I want everybody to talk about talk this talk about women's boxing because it's interesting. Interesting. It is. Um, so um, Michael Orr says uh, Green's boxing was only meant to supplement her basketball training. A way to get in shape and improve her footwork without having to pound the pavement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody got a story, right? So, yes, yeah, so she's a former basketball player. That's what I got from it. Um, and the thing about it is what people don't know is basketball and boxing are cousins. They're the only two sports where you're doing two different things simultaneously so you're doing one thing with your feet and doing another thing with your hand at the same time and you're also moving and shucking and jiving very much so uh, a basketball anybody who's good at basketball just might be a good fighter too right so i've seen a lot of fighters um do I, i've i've seen a lot of fighters uh sorry a lot of basketball players try their hand at at boxing and and some of them some of them is good out here some of them was is good um michael also says look at, look at you supplementing the giving me all this information green was one of the best high school players in the state we not talk we so we're not going to talk about her basketball career right y'all can look that up y'all could google that google it we talking about shadisha green as a fighter okay so give me a second y'all
sorry y'all for the um sorry y'all for the for the interruption right i got I got some going on over here which um on this on this end of the camera okay but um we're not going to talk about shadisha green's career right as a basketball player okay that's great that's kudos that adds to who she is as a fighter but who is she as a fighter that's what's important now that's what we hear talking about um so michael orr is saying what i'm saying now green really hasn't fought anybody um you know she's she's 33 years old okay so she's still a young broad out here um she's five foot eight inches and michael or chimes in saying that she started boxing at 15 years old so okay so she been she started boxing that fish she been fighting for she been boxing for 15 years you've been boxing so i mean that that adds even more to this because she she also has a, a great uh emmy background amateur background she's fought internationally um and she was on team usa so she's she's from the pedigree she she's from the pedigree of um usa boxing i like sugar um michael or chimes in she has a six and oh record as an amateur bruh we we gonna stop right here okay mike you ain't tell me you didn't just chime in and tell me that she only fought six amateur fights as an amateur you uh you forgot a tool like you you should have there should be a did you forget to type the two in because you i see six dash zero michael you confirming that she only had she's six and oh she only fought six amateur fights and she made it internationally listen y'all where the bad bitch is at? Come on now, you tell me a, a, a broad that's only had six fights, made it to an international, made it on Team USA? Where the bad bitch is at? Come on now, it never used to be this way. It never used to be this way, y'all. Nah, we had Devon Kennedy, heavyweight first, Devon Kennedy, first um, gold medalist to earn the first fighter, female fighter, right? The, the bonus is she was US, she was a US, she was on Team USA with me, right? I had, I um, no, that was when I was on Team Jamaica, <laughs> right? Uh, Team USA, listen, this is in the memoirs, Team USA, um slighted me or robbed me on some bullshit shenanigans versus a new york fighter who she was really good but i had to scare her out of my division um so i ended they kicked me out of the running for to be on 
Team USA to go to the first women's world championships in history, right? So they thought they was going to cut uh, too bad out, but they didn't know that too bad was better, right? And too bad became the first Jamaican woman to fight or to box period in the history of Jamaica um, and represent Jamaica. And, um, and this is the country, like I said, the country of my ancestors. So it was, it was like a real heartfelt thing. I didn't, I, I didn't, I never dreamed that I would do something so special. Um, and so, yeah, the team, the, the, the Jamaican boxing board took me with open arms, um, Mr. and Mrs. Brown. Um, and no relation either. There's a lot of Browns in Jamaica, go figure. So um, they took me with open arms and, and, and I got a silver for the country of Jamaica and no, no, no baddie from Jamaica has brought home no hardware ever since. So I'm still in history as the only woman to have meddled on a world stage for the little island with little but with Talawa of Jamaica. So put that in your history books. Um, that, and that's a little education for you. So getting back to the Shadija, okay? Shadija guys, and listen, I'm gonna say this too. I wouldn't know, it wasn't no six and or whatever. Sugar, sugar was what? When I, when I went to the world championships as an amateur, I was, I had, I had something like 60 fights. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of, and that was for an amateur female too. I was fighting everybody. I was, I was fighting, I was fighting at club um any club show tournament everywhere like i was the scourge of of the welterweight division <laughs> 147 when they had it um anyway so you know she she's what you know this shadisha green she i mean she, she she got the paperwork like she she checked some boxes but um my thing about her is like if 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 you bad on the world stage and and you the you you're second in the world at this, I mean, who you who you why you ain't fighting nobody as a pro? You're eleven and old and you a hot fart out here. And it ain't a diss, but I said what I said too, Miss Green. Like I ain't scared. I ain't scared. I ain't, I ain't never scared. Right. I just want to know, like you, you look like you have all the, you look like you have all the right ingredients together to just be a, a, a better prospect than you actually are. And like I said, um, is women out here that have earned it that should be on these platforms that should have these chances and like i i just don't i i'm not buying i'm not buying what you selling just yet uh shadija green um 
Tony's reviews comes in and says, hair on fleek, long time. Keep up the good work. Hey, Tony, Tony, you're making me blush. Thank you. You like it? You like it? Thank you. Thank you. You know what? Like the thing about sugar too, with the hair, like y'all didn't see me go through a lot of looks and a lot of hair. Um, sugar, sugar is just really simple. You know, like I put it together and it just happens to just happen this way. Um, Mike said he liked my hands. I, I cut, I, I cut my bangs. I cut the bangs. So Mike liked that too. So thank you, Tony. And thank you, Mike. Thank you all out there for noticing uh, what sugar do to it, it? It's priceless when you make a woman feel pretty. I'm telling you that. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. It don't matter. It don't matter. But it don't matter what she what she um what she say after. If you say something nice to a woman and make her feel pretty, you got her. Just like y'all got me. Um. So Women Boxing Channel chiming in, talking about don't take the stats on amateur box rec literally ever. It may state 5-2, but she probably fought around 30 or 40 fights on minor competitions too. You don't get to USA level without a decent record. Women Boxing Channel, I'm, I'm a, I'm, let, let me educate you. Shadisha Green ain't come up like how sugar the last the the last of the Mohicans of that era that fought underground and came into the amateurs was the likes of Veronica Simmons, Sugar, Alicia Ashley, um who else is it? Who else was out here doing it, doing it on um, on the straight and hour and and underground? Like we, us ones, us veterans that started the Ami game, like started traveling. We were the ones that um, was doing 30, 40 underground fights, and then you know hoping to get legitimate fights on the Emmy team. And the thing about it is if, if you got found out for doing underground fights, they were going, USA boxing was going to kick your ass off the, off the team or off the roster. So like, it was really, it, it was really <laughs> like, I would never, now that I'm out, out, out of it, I would never admit some of the things that I've done. Right. I previously, uh, just to fight as a fighter, right? I did like, I'm gonna just leave it at that. Okay. Um, we, we can have a hot and heavy memoir coming or interview coming, you know, soon, but, uh, Shadisha Green ain't do no 30 or 40 fights, no underground or nowhere else. Yeah. She was in a dead weight division. Yeah, um, they have zombie weight divisions, okay? And the big girls, they're not focused on the big broads no more like they used to be. Um, like I said, K 
Lakeisha Snow, Tiffany Logan, them broads that were fighting underground and then fighting Golden Gloves, New York Golden Gloves and things like that. You know what I'm saying? When, when, when amateur was our pro, you know, that was, that, that was the time. Shadisha Green is a youngin. She's 33, right? Um, she would, she, she, she was still in, I would say she, she was still um, in pull-ups or something. She was still wet in the bed when some of us was fight, some of us who was actually fighting the underground was fighting. Um, Women's Boxing Channel also says, fact is she's been out three times in uh, 2022. So she's doing okay, considering she ain't with a big backer. Um, let me educate you again, Women's Boxing Channel. See, a lot of y'all out there seem to think that backers <laughs> come to women. No, most of us don't have backers. Very few, very few. Very, very few female fighters, women fighters have backers. If you get a backer, you have won the lottery, okay? So it ain't necessary for you to have a backer to be out here fighting, right? You can still extend yourself. You can still show who you are. Um, you can still be a valid contender. That's why I'm so hard on these broads out here because it we're, we haven't made it yet. Y'all y'all out here fighting two minutes and ain't fighting nobody in two minutes. Y'all are not even out there. I can see if, you know, we fighting three minute rounds because like I said, when that third minute kick in, it's... <laughs> It's made the best woman win. It's made made the bad bit baddest bitch make it to the end, right? To fight three minute rounds, you got you got to have your head on straight. It's a different animal. But to go in there and dance around, like I could dance around for thirty seconds, right? And then I can throw some shots for another thirty seconds. That's half the round, right? I dance around again, and then come on now. You, it ain't a fight. It's not a fight. I said it right. Talk to, talk to them old school broads that were fighting three that have fought three minutes. That had to go in there and fight there. I, I started when I started my amateur career. Amateur women were fighting three minute rounds, just like the guys. And it was tough. Um, Michael Orr says, Green has dropped 40 pounds to fight super middle. She believes she has the skills to match up with anyone, in, including Franchon Cruz. So we're going to talk about that. That's why, you know, I brought up um, the diva, uh, Franchon Cruz, because um, that's who she's gunning for, right? And it seemed like, it seems like that they're trying to, gonna, because the super middleweight right now is a zombie weight division. Ain't nobody rallying there. Clarissa Shields done left it. The money's not in that division no more, right? And I don't see, I, 
maybe Jake Paul got a plan in Shadija Green, but um, the Ellen Cedero certainly wasn't bringing no money to the division. And there, there weren't any names in in that division anymore, right? Um, whoever should be, uh, Oksana Castillo done went up to 200 damn pounds. She need to come back down. She would have been great at super middleweight. Um, I think, uh, I, th- I think instead of going up to heavyweight that, um, Hannah Gabriel should, should have rallied at, uh, one, 168 super middle as well. Right. I, I think there's some good contenders that instead of chasing, uh, Clarissa could have made a good little pool in a di- in the division that would it would drive interest. A, a contender would have come up. Money would be generating like a champion, a real champion would have made the division something. But everyone wants to chase the everyone wants to chase the golden goose instead of making a legacy for themselves. Right. And, and to me, that that that's the thing that's that's missing about women with women's boxing right now. Like, you know, um, you you have to be you you have to you you got to be nasty enough, freaky enough to bring eyes on you in your division right you got to be that broad that people are interested in like ebony bridges look at her right she doesn't come out nasty and freaking nice and people love her i like her she's making a name for herself right and she's doing it thirst trapping but it it can be all different kind of ways right all different kind of ways all different kind of contenders um I'm just making a note here because I'm gonna bring this up in a little bit. Um let's see. Let me read a little bit about what I said. You know, I love the conversation, and I love where it's going. Thank you guys for chiming in. Um oh, women's boxing channel has come in with some interesting information. Women's Boxing Channel says, I'm more interested in 147 right now. McCaskill's been stripped of the IBF 147. So it'll be interesting to see who gets first dibs on the vacant title there. They should have stripped her of all all her titles. How the hell is she holding on to the other ones? She She had to, you have to vacate to move down and fight a fighter for a lesser um, for a lesser division's belts. And she did that in taking her chances uh, versus Chantel Cameron, okay? And she got her block dusted, right? So she should not be holding on to none of those 147 belts. But I mean, I guess we'll see what happens with that. Um, so she been stripped of the IBF 147, it's vacant. Well, uh, Women's Boxing Channel, who do you think? Who do you see? Who would you like to capture that 147 uh, 
crown or belt um, out of all of these contenders out here that can make 147. It'd be very interesting to, to see um, because you know your stuff, you, 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 you do your studies, you a book guy. Um, I, I want to know who, um, I'm, I, I ain't going to start teasing you about, uh, about it yet, but I'm, I'm just wondering who, 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 <laughs> who would you like to have that belt? Um, So I wrote this, you know, like I, Sadisha Green is fighting, like this matchup is like, this is a big, like this is a, this is a paramount um, match in women's boxing in the rankings because all of a sudden this is an eliminator. Okay, this matchup, Shadisa Green versus Ellen uh, Ceteros is an eliminator, uh, eliminator match um, for the WBC title, okay? Um, which, whoever wins in this matchup gets to challenge Franchon Cruz again, or cha challenge Franchon Cruz, the undisputed super middleweight champion for her WBC belt. Okay, so that's why this, you know, that's why this interests me, right? Because um, uh, Ellen Sederus, for damn sure, ain't she ain't calling my name when it comes to me spending minutes to watch nobody fight. I got better things. Like, should I could do so many? I could do so much more with what? What's two times twenty? With with the twenty minutes, uh, twenty five minutes, I would have I'd be using up in my life to watch her fight again. I'm I'm just saying, you know, it's. I've seen enough of her outfits and I'm not a fan of watching another broad leak in there unless she's, unless she doing it like how Christy Martin used to do it and, and all them other um, bleeders who used to fight um, when the blood started to pour. Um, so yeah, the Shadisha Green is 11 and 0 with 11 K. Oh, sorry. 11 and 0 uh, with 10 KOs, as you guys can see. Okay. The undisputed champion, Franchon Cruz, is eight wins, one loss, and only two KOs. One of my titles was Watch the Game, Not the Score. And this is also an example of that. So here comes Shadisha Green, who done lost 40 pounds. Girl, congratulations. Anybody who's lost that, that much of themselves is determined. Okay, 40 pounds. I don't know what kind of fighter she is at 40 pounds. Um, she, she, was a, she was slow and she, you know, she needed a, a bit more action as a heavyweight. Um, 
she's called uh, one of women's boxing's best kept secrets. Um, I beg to differ, right? Um, a secret is some shit that you want to know about. <laughs> I don't really care to know about this fighter um, too much at this point because she she hasn't done anything. That 11 and 0 doesn't do anything for me to want to know the secret about any of that. I'm just saying she may be a nice person, beautiful woman, but we talking boxing here. We talking fighting here. We talking about behaving badly. And I don't think she as bad as these numbers portray her to be out here. I think, uh, I think Franchon Cruz is a better broad than her, if you ask me. Uh, Franchon has been through a lot of adversity. Don't let the diva fool you. She went in there and she fought a man. Okay, I mean she. It was a, it the 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 um. The trans community is now going to have their own uh, division and their own um, playing field. But you know, when you fight some, when when it, a man is a man, right? She went in there when that when a man lay hands on you, it's still the man hands, right? And she fought the hell out of that um, that broad. Right, we we'll call because she came in as a broad, call her a broad, okay? But Shadisa Green ain't fought. She ain't fought one badass in the in that eleven and zero, right? In Franchon Cruz's eight and one, I can say Franchon Cruz has fought at least two difficult fights, two hell of a fights, right? Watch the game and not the score, right? They come out talking about the hardest puncher in women's boxing right now. Give a shit. So? <laughs> I remember one time they said, she hits hard. I said, so? This is what y'all don't understand about certain women cut from the fabric hard punch we supposed to be scared about the uh, scared of that getting hit hard that's what that we signed up to get hit this ain't pillow fighting right so if i get hit hard with a shot okay so right but you know i'm a samurai up in here too right live by the store die by the store i've stopped people and i've been stopped Right? But that just shows you the fabric of a fighter. Fabric of a fighter that's willing to go in there and die by the sword. And I think Franchon Cruz is that type of fighter. Right? I question Shadisha's. Um, you know, I, I, I validity in that. Okay? I haven't seen that 11 and no, I Ain't, ain't nobody on that receipt. I, there's items on Franchon's receipt. Um, especially with Franchon. Do y'all know Franchon has been uh, an international world 
contender as in that she has a great amateur background right so she's seen different looks she been around she was around before shadisha even thought of boxing right so um don't let the smooth taste fool you don't let the don't don't let the um um glimmer and glamour and, and the sequence and all of that shit fool you right that brought from baltimore she she bad she bad out here uh franchon cruz discern um so I, i'm you know like i said yeah you know, i'm questioned there's a question there lovely assistant can you go on to the next image um Michael Orr says Clarissa Shields has recently cited Green as one of the best female boxers she has been in the ring with. Oh, okay. Um, um, that's good. And what did Jesus say? Like, okay, Clarissa Shields said that. Good. Um, I'm still, I'm, I got two eyes. I know what a fighter looks like. I know how a fighter operates, right? Um, Clarissa Shields, she, she'll impress, she's impressing people who don't know the sport. <laughs> I paved the way for Clarissa Shields. Fighters like me and the other broads, Yvonne, Ray's, um, like I said, Devon Camp, we paved the way for Clarissa Shields. So it's what we say too. <laughs> okay, Veronica Simmons. I would have loved to seen Veronica Simmons versus Clarissa Shields. That would have been a, that right there is a super match. That's a super match. Um, yeah, that would have been like a Jack Johnson versus Muhammad Ali. Cause you know, but Muhammad Ali wouldn't, wouldn't stopping nobody. Muhammad Ali would box your ears off. Jack Johnson now, Jack Johnson is, is the type of fighter going there and not only hurt you, but manhandle you and, and fucking stop your ass. That was a Veronica Simmons back in the day. The only thing that is different, right? I love Clarissa Shields. She's a great example of a female fighter, but it was just opportunity. It was just opportunity, right? There were fighters before her, the ones that paved the way. If we had the opportunity, we would have meddled at the Olympics, right? We would have gotten, we, we, were, we, we were great too. She didn't invent the wheel, right? She's good at it. She's good at driving. She's good at being behind the wheel. But just because an award is here now, just because she's able to have get the awards and the bells and whistles doesn't negate the validity and 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 the the who was before right a Letitia robinson i would have loved to seen 
Clarissa Shields versus Letitia Robinson. I mean, we, we let's let's forget women. Them broads back in the day was stopping bitches. I've yet to see Clarissa Shields stop a bitch. I mean, really, I'm talking about stop putting hands on, not letting the two minutes go down in time or whatever. Stop a bitch in her tracks. And these were fight. These are girl. These are broads that have this skills, right? It's not nowadays, and that's why me and me and your girl, uh, Franchon Cruz, uh, butt heads because she had seemed to think that she was a spokesperson for the new age fighter. That you know, they that her generation was more skilled than the ones before her. And I had to stop her. I had to really stop her and let and let her know, you ain't said you ain't said nothing. You ain't saying nothing. She came around at a time where the division was empty. We we aged out. We grew up. We became women. We moved on, but there was nothing for us to move on to. There was no real pros. Promoters weren't signing us on purpose. We weren't getting paid. We weren't getting opportunities. So it's not the fact that, oh, these women are greater now. It's just now, now the guys, now the boys are interested. Now is a, there's a place for them to go. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, this is the platform. Sugar's sugar got to let y'all know, right? I love these new youngins. I love these wet nose. I love these broads, right? But you know, at the same time, we I I know what it takes. I know what it takes to really earn your money in in this sport and doing this. I know what it takes. And um, what they doing to Shadisha, what Shadisha doing ain't it? <laughs> 11 and 0 fighting who, right? Shadisha Green. Even so, like, let's say a Shadisha Green. All right, let, let's talk, like, do y'all think a Shadisha Green would hold up versus a Layla Ali? Mm -mm. Um, I think, I don't think Clarissa would hold up versus Layla Ali in her prime. I don't. Layla Ali is what, 5'11", and had heavy hands, right? And came up rough. She did come up rough like that. It's just that she had a daddy name, so she was able to um, walk a clearer path than the rest of us, and she actually had a path, right? But I would say that she she came up she she tasted some of our leather, right? Um, she avoided a good amount of the great contenders out there that was in her division, right? But it was all survival for her, so I guess I gotta forgive her for that. But um, you know, people out there calling it she the greatest and paved the way. Nah, nah, we paved the way for her too. Yeah. 
Um, where we at? Um, so, um, Michael Orr, this is, I guess this is after I asked Women's Boxing Channel, who does he think should get a shot or who um, they would, uh, would y'all would like to see or Women's Boxing Channel would like to see uh, hold the 147 IBF title? And Michael Orr chimed in saying, is it Mary McGee? She'd be a great contender at 147. But I saw her recent comeback match. And like I said before, Mary needs help. She can carry the weight. She's strong. She's determined. But her style is dated. If she doesn't get updated with how she operates in that ring, she's not, she, she's not going to be a, a contender, especially at that 147 division, right? I see where um, Terry Harper should dip down and get that 147 division because, I mean, for her to try to sit there and pressure Natasha Jonas into fighting her, Natasha said, that girl ain't getting no rematch, right? So um, Terry Harper, dip down, right? You, can, you, you should be able to um, pull off uh, th this feat. Of, of getting some kind of hardware at 147. Um, Mary McGee just fought um, a great journey woman, Dahania, Dahania, Dahania Santana, is it? Wonderful fighter, wonderful, wonderful fighter. I just wish she had her head together to be a champion because that broad can fight. Um, but she fights in the lower divisions, Dahania Santana. She fought down in um, Amanda Serrano's weight division. Um, was it? Um, what does Amanda Serrano fight at? I, I can't even. I'm sorry. Y'all know. I'm just not like that division, her down there and cruising them, it's, they trying though, they trying to bring some some noise to that division. Um. So yeah, down in, down in those lesser ways, Dahania Santana actually fought uh, Amanda Serrano as well. But um, Mary McGee just fought Dahania Santana at I think 140 or something, 147 or something like that, which is, you know, that's just a combat match. Uh, Mary was supposed to beat Dahania, and you could clearly see that Dahania signed up for that for a payday, you know? Dahania Santana is is a, a, a good journey woman. She's a good, good test. Uh, I think Mary McGee stopped her, right? But like I said, you're a different fighter in a different weight division. You, she's a phenomenal fighter down in the in the lower weights, but maybe at 147, Dahania Santana don't got the guns, don't have the durability to stand up to a fighter that is a real uh, welterweight like Mary McGee. Um, so yeah, that was a bit interesting. I I look forward to seeing Mary McGee evolve 
I'm still waiting on her to evolve. I don't, Mary McGee, I, I do give her this credit. Mary McGee will fight. Mary McGee will fight. Sign her up, her ass gonna fight. I like that about her. I just think Mary gets um, caught up in, in, she's a sanguine. Her temperament is a sanguine. Put the lights on her and she forget about what the hell she she actually needs to do. Right? Because what she wants to do is she wants to be a performer. She wants to be in that she gets so engulfed in the spotlight that she forgets that the spotlight only lasts a couple minutes. You got to be real in the mother trenches in order to get somewhere in this game. Right, because she is not Mary McGee is is not the she is not the statistic that people are looking for to market. Okay, and someone said that about me to my coach as well when I first you know when my coach was thinking of turning me pro as an amateur. He said, and I'll never forget, my coach said. Uh, he said, um, Natalie is not, Natalie is not the, the type of um, female that they would want to market in, in, in professional, in the professional, because at that time, and I'm going to say this, it was, you know, you, you had to be uh, blonde, you had to be white or, or light, right? It, it, um, it, uh, us, us black gals. It, it it was very prejudiced and i and i'm gonna say it right we we weren't being marketed uh it it wasn't it wasn't um it it, it wasn't appealing to put us on that type of platform right so i also love clarissa shields for that for being undenied or undeniable right for for slaughtering all of the, the the faces and all of the marketed um, girls, better better um, marketed girls in front of her, she slaughtered their asses, and she made the world respect her in saying, "I am the best right now, and you will buy a ticket to come either see your girl get that her ass whooped." Right? Or you can hope and wish that she whips my ass, but you gonna pay for it. And I and I like that. That's how Clarissa changed the game. Um, much respect to her for that. But yeah. Um yeah, it, it's just that's another black eye in 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 women's boxing. But now, you know, look look, it's a it's a more even playing field. Everyone, everyone can get some shine nowadays. That's great. It's wonderful. Um women's boxing channel says Cameron wants to fight at 147, but that ain't happening because Eddie has his sights on her versus Bumgardner at 140. Eddie wants Bumgardner versus Katie Taylor first, though, if she beats Serana or Cruz. Yeah. So this is what this is what I want us to not to do. Right? As good as Eddie Hearn is at promoting 
women's boxing. He's only promoting who he wants to promote, right? Um, Alicia Bumgarner has no damn business fighting no damn 140 pounds when there are other contenders that are actually 140 pounds that should be fighting for that title. Okay. No, no, Eddie. And we not, we not fanboys and not fangirls out here. Ain't enough of us. Like we want to stop that. We're going to stop that. We want real fighters. That That's what we want in women's boxing. We don't want celebrities. We want real fighters. We, want, we don't want pretty bitches that look like they can fight or can perform a fight. We want women behaving badly. We want women out here that actually whoop ass to go up there and do it and get paid for it. That's what it was. That's what it was all about to begin with. There are no celebrities. Let's stop this celebrity thing. It's old. It's dusty. Cameron wants to fight at what? But the 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 the. Well, let Cameron whoop Alicia's ass uh, and, and get it over with. Because yeah, Cameron is one of them. Cameron, uh, Chantel Cameron will whoop Alicia Bumgarner's ass in there. And I would love to see it. But then who's next? Who's next? Right? Let's, let's, let Alicia, let Alicia build that, the division that she's in right now. I like that she took the fight with McCallid. Right? Let Alicia plant seeds in the division and bring other girls in, right? McCallid is a good contender. And I would watch, if she wasn't fighting Alicia, I would watch her fight somebody else because she's a good contender. She's a good fighter. Okay. Let's, let's do it that way. Right. Instead of chasing celebrities, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. The 2000, early 2000s want they damn swag back. It's old, it's dusty, it's boring. Let's take it back. Let's take it back to when women were really fighting. Let's do that, right? The 1990s done messed it all up with this celebrity shit, right? And then the early 2000s, let's, let's bring it back to actual women behaving badly real contenders that's coming out of everywhere all the all the trenches right let's the ugly parts of us right now this now that it's legitimate but before it you should have the 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 type of women who were fighters weren't as refined weren't you know we were we were we were women behaving badly. We were women that the people put their nose up to. Oh, she's that type of girl. She's that type of broad. And now that we've earned our now that we've earned our place and earned our respect and made the path, you putting you putting celebrities in. No, do that. Like my son used to say back when he was. No, do that. Don't do that.
right? This is this is a game. This is an industry where you need to earn. You earn your keep. You earn your money. You earn your spot. Um. Yeah, and you know none of these none of these fight women's boxing channel. I love how you stay up to date with it, with this stuff, but like unless these things are inked and they're on like they're on ink and they're about to happen, I don't believe in it either because like I, I don't chase the hype. When I see the contract signed, when it, I say this, that's why I love box right. When it's on box wreck in the highlighted in yellow, that's when I know, okay, we got something going, right? I, I, aside from that, it's gossip. And sugar, that's one sugar thing sugar don't do is gossip. Um, Michael Orr says, uh, so true. Eddie has different plans for Cameron. Okay. I, I want to see it. I would like to see Cameron, uh, like... Instead of watching Eddie play with these play with these girls like toys, how about we as the fans and we as the people out here that Eddie's trying to get money from for this for for these shows pull for more variety, right? Pull for Eddie to bring more that to to. To, to build these divisions more instead of just using one celebrity to jump weight divisions. Um, right? Because y'all can't pick a pick a damn side. You love women's boxing or you 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 love women that box. Right? It's it's two different things. I hope you know that. Right? Women, women that box can be celebrities. Women's boxing is a whole movement. It's a whole history, it's a whole lifetime. Right? And and they they're not they they're not the same. They're not the same. Women have lost their lives trying to live that dream. Trying to make a living being in the industry women's boxing. This ain't no celebrity shit, right? So do you love women who box or do you love women's boxing? We want to make the, 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 I love women's boxing, right? Because I don't love every woman necessarily who box, right? Because every woman who box don't bring value to my industry and to who I am and what my legacy is, right? they don't so um let's see we're gonna give me a second sorry about that oh my we're going into two hours y'all know sugar shows are um Sugar shows are long, but I, I have so much fun. I got my guys on here, Michael and them, Women Boston Channel, and then Eddie Barrington, uh, Mr. George. Come on now. We having fun. We having a we having a, you know, a little party on here. And and uh besides the people who ain't chiming in, I see y'all. I see y'all. I feel y'all. Thank you. Thank you for chiming in to sugar. 
Um, so Michael Orr says, what about Ivana Habazin? She beat Diana Prazek for the vacant WBC silver welter back in the day, back in October. Um, yeah, yeah, Mike, yeah. I like I, I like the thought of um Ivana Habazin. I even like the fact I even like the idea of uh Diana Prozik. Bring them broads back. Bring their ass back, right? Because I'm like it's y'all just don't understand. Like this celebrity shit is boring. Why the hell would I want to see um the the same broad fight at 140 at that fought at come on? Right? She got people to beat in her division. Let her beat, let her stay in her division and, 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 and fight people, right? It ain't about her. It's about who at this weight, who's the baddest chick at this weight, not right. And there's, there's a plethora of women who behave badly out here that will give y'all the show. I promise you. Um, so, uh, Um, let's see. Where are we at? Um, Michael Orr says, oh, Women's Boxing Channel says, sorry, but Habazin as a mandatory for McCaskill is an absolute joke. Well, I mean, Women's Boxing Channel, um, the, the 147 division is, has, you know, it is like a, a dead zone because Cecilia Brackus um, mucked it up for so many damn years, right? Like you had a you had a broad that held on that paid for the titles and held on to them shits for for damn near twenty years. You know what I'm saying? She didn't allow anything to grow. She did not allow anything to grow. So it's a it's a dead division, right? So yeah, like these matchups in 147 will be a joke until contender, you gotta let it grow. It's like, you know, you're not gonna have just, a, you, you're, gonna, you're not just gonna, you know, go into a, a, a field, you know, a dirt field and then expect grass to grow overnight. You gotta plant seeds. You got to plant seeds and see what comes up from those seeds, right? So we got to give that division a good, let, let's give that division a good two more years to develop, right? But, you know, right now, 147 ain't the skillet, right? It ain't the skillet. Um, McCaskill, she, she did a, she did good by, I mean, it was a, it was a good move. And I don't think, I mean, she's not the, I don't think it's her. She's a phlegmatic um, temperament. You don't see her say much. And she's, she's, she repeats what her, um, I don't know if it's her boyfriend. I don't know who he is to her now, but she repeats what um, uh, Ramos tells her to repeat and he does she does what she's pretty much the ramos robot right ramos lives vicariously through her like ramos wanted to be a champion so he lives vicariously through mccaskill who i think i think they're going to get married right mm, congratulations <laughs> um 
Yeah, you get to have that for the rest of your life. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, Michael Orr says she took shields the distance. Y'all talking about Habazin? Yeah, she took. I mean, Habazin is Habazin is just like uh, uh, Ellen's Ceteros, right? She can take the punishment. She's gonna keep going. She's, you know, that's her fight. She's like a Rocky. These broads are like a rock. They they'll let you beat them till you get tired, and then they'll keep going and run over you. Right. So, um, you know, you might be surprised like a fighter. I, I, I don't want to talk about it no more, to be honest, but you might be surprised. But let that let the division grow. Right. Um, McCaskey, she's lucky. Um, they'll probably let her keep paying for them belts at 147. She should have been stripped of all of them. But I guess they're letting her hang on, you know, if she can keep paying the bill until a, a, a real contender comes and, and represents it and, and takes and, you know, takes it. Um, Michael, Orr's, uh, Michael Orr comes back and says, but that was uh, 2020 and then a two-year hiatus. Um, so that's happens in. That's another thing to them. Those hiatuses, um, those hiatuses uh, really change you. If you if you don't if you don't keep your foot in in the water or keep your foot in the in the pool, um, you you lose it. You really will. So I don't know, but at the same time, that those hiatuses help you to mature. The only thing that I would say about a damn hiatus is don't you jump, don't you jump into the, the, the hot fire straight out of a um, hiatus because your bones are soft. You, you got to allow yourself, get, get, get yourself back in the game, get, get, get your bones hardened up again. So, you know, when, when, when you get touched up, you you know you can stay in there and 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 have that um durability that you need to to continue to fight because that that's what hiatuses do and hiatuses are a weapon used by promoters sorry y'all plug in promoters and matchmakers to to soften contenders up so they can run through them um Women's, uh, give me a second, y'all, please. Um, women's boxing channel says, uh, yes, Mike, but most everyone takes shields the dif distance as shields ain't got the power to KO mostly. Shields relies on machine gun barrages. She, Habazin, didn't win around. Uh, even in the scores, uh, the score says, uh, so I guess women's boxing saying that Habazin didn't even win one round in the matchup. Uh, Clarissa Shields versus Habazin was supposed to just, um, keep Clarissa fresh, 
right? Habazin was not a real content, like she she was not a high-end contender for, for Clarissa Shields. So let's let's call a thing a thing, right? That's why she's not active now, because she was brought in as a high-end uh like opponent for Clarissa Shields. They made her. And she she doesn't have the substance. She didn't have the substance to stay afloat. Um, Women's Boxing Channel also says uh, to take Shields the distance is really no biggie. They all lose anyway. Um, yeah, that I mean, I Women's Boxing Channel does have a point there. Um, Taking Clarissa Shields the distance is what everybody does, right? Um, the only person that has done anything memorable with Clarissa Shields was H Hannah Gabriel, because H Hannah Gabriel put Clarissa on her ass, had her looking for the damn mouthpiece. Like, I can't believe I'm down here. Let me put this mouthpiece back in and take this broad in front of me seriously. Yeah, bitch, we finna fight. Right. So um, that was the only one that that really rung. Uh, Hannah Gabriel was the only one who really rung Clarissa Shields bell. But not to say any no one else put on a good showing. But, you know, you have to do something different. If you're going to beat Clarissa Shields, you have to do something different. You can't go in there thinking that you're going to box her. Right. You have to. You have to take her away from that. She is a genius when it comes to her IQ is on that genius level in women's boxing when it comes to boxing, right? She knows her stuff. So you can't take that type of fight to her. She'll always win. She knows all of the answers. You have to take another type of fight to her. You have to take a nasty fight. You gotta make you gotta be a pig that she has to roll with. Right? You have to make her find find a way to 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 figure you out as a problem, right? You can't come in there clean. I make it dirty. Um Oh, so Women's Boxing Channel also says, Terry said this week she ain't moving out of 154. Hey, Terry Harper, boring ass. So, so she ain't moving out of 154. First of all, Terry Harper, for some reason, I don't know why this broad thinks that she's like, and Women's Boxing Channel, you tell me what's, what's, Terry Harper. <laughs> um, the the only thing that is interesting about Terry Harper is the fact that she got her ass knocked out by Alicia Bumgarner and she moved up to 54, 154. That's the only interesting thing about her right now. As a fighter, she's not she's not, she doesn't stand out when she's in there fighting and boxing she doesn't she's not like a Chantel Cameron she's not even like uh, um 
McCaskill. At least people know that McCaskill gonna come in there and windmill her ass to the to, to the end of the the fight, and she gonna come and windmill with her head down. Terry Harper, I can't think of one thing that Terry Harper does that I can that makes her stand out and makes me remember and want to watch her. Her ass need to be floating wherever people will pay her some damn mind. Right? That's what that's what she needs to do. Uh Terry said. Next. Um if I was McGee, I would go up there and clip her ass at 154. If I was Mary McGee, because Mary McGee has enough moxie to deal with Terry Harper. She does. The only thing about that matchup, McGee versus Terry Harper, would be that McGee, Terry Harper would outbox McGee because Mary McGee needs to be updated. She needs, she's very talented and she has a lot of um, potential, but the style, the style, that's what's killing her, her style. Um, so Women's Boxing Channel says, uh, McGee didn't stop Santana, Santana retired in round four okay so um fight was stopped okay she didn't knock out santana but when somebody doesn't want to leave up from the school from the stool you've stopped them you've stopped them so i'm gonna give mary mcgee her credit she she stopped santana from if, if it was a fight that santana could finish she would finish it that's the type of uh, fighter santana is so that um michael Orr says feather you talking about thank you mike for for um for for giving me the answer so amanda serrano and them is featherweight okay and, and they they need to they they need to try to build more you know contenders or bring more people more um more interest into the featherweight decision division there will be no hopping around we don't want that um michael orr says uh that's right santana retired women's boxing channel says lol uh mcgee has fought at 140 many times that's where mary mcgee always fought at well 135 and then she went up to 140. So she's always rallied in that division. I think she deserves, I think she deserves some play. We, we're just waiting for her to, to evolve. We're just waiting for her to evolve. She's, she, 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 I think she has what it takes. I think she does, but she's, she's got to figure she's at this point, she's croning too. um, she's got to get to know herself now and she's got to reinvent herself from that little girl mary mcgee type of fight to fighting like a grown-ass woman in there mary mary merciless mcgee um women's boxing channel i guess you i i guess you um i guess you you um going in on me let's take it back to when women when women really fought in quotations stop it women's fights these days are way more exciting overall than back then 
I have eyes too. Women's Boxing Channel. Let me explain something to you. You still new to this. You saw what they allowed you to see. I lived it. So when I say, let's take it back to when women really fought, I was fighting real women and women were really fighting. Okay? So you could be a fan, but me and the other women who lived the shit can say, let's take it back to when women really fought. And you talking about women nowadays are uh, more overall exciting. You ain't never seen a real women's boxing match. You ain't never seen a real women's fight. Name a, name a real woman's fight that you ever saw. We're more exciting. Next, come on now, you can't even, you can't even. Hannah Fox versus Fredia Gibbs. Denise Moradas, come on now, don't do that. Don't do that. You always, you always come on my show and you always try, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you, uh, if you go and talk the thing, we and you will agree, but, um, that right there, that ain't your, that ain't your suit to wear, right? What you need to do is you need to just sit there and appreciate us. That's what you need to do, Women's Boxing Channel. Talking about way more exciting when you ain't never, you can't even quote me a real women's boxing match from back in the day compared to the fights that's happening now. Please. When, uh, Michael Orr says, women's boxing fights now are sometimes more exciting than some of the men. Women's boxing fights been more exciting than some of the men's fights. Y'all need to do y'all homework. Y'all really needs to do y'all homework, right? They've been saying that about women's boxing since back, uh, back, 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 way back. That's why we were used as novelties, right? We were used as novelties to keep people interested because some of the damn most, a lot of the male undercars was boring as shit, right? That's why, yeah, that's why Don King brought in Christy Martin because the damn undercars was boring as shit and Christy Martin stole the show. Don't come on here dissing, dissing no women's boxing low key. I, I, I think I, you ain't going to low-key shade us, not on the sugar show. I'm going to have to set both of y'all right, right? What y'all going to do is y'all going to appreciate us, right? Because like I said, it's women behaving badly that even made these broads now, right? Some, some, some broads that you can be fanboys and fangirls for. They, they did not invent the wheel. And they didn't, they certainly ain't reinvent the damn wheel neither. We've been been. Um, I, even when, like, I, I just don't understand the disrespect. Because even when I was a wet nose, even when I was an amateur back in the day, 
I respected the the female fighters who were older than me, who did it before. I respected what they did. I respect I I got in the ring and yeah, they weren't they weren't clean and technical like like us coming up, but I would never say that I'm more entertaining and I'm more this and more that than them. They they had a style and that's that's what it means when people say styles make fights. Styles make fights. Right. Just because it's a style that you don't understand and that you don't respect doesn't mean that it's a it's it's not a style that's noteworthy nonetheless. And that doesn't mean that it's not a style that may fuck you up or your favorite gal. Right. I would love to see some of these gals get in there with some of these old school broads. Who are who are I guess aren't as entertaining. You think that they they not hitting just as hard? You think those old school broads wasn't hitting just as hard? You think they wasn't more resilient than these than these gals? Those old school broads. Do you know who they were training with? You know what they had to do to box? They were in there with men. They had to go to the boxing gym and spar and 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 train with men. These bras aren't doing that right now. Right? It's it's a it's a different type of of understanding. It's a different type of of um a, a vibe towards you when you have to go in there when when you're in the gym or you're in a ring you're in a place where the um the men most of the men think that you don't belong they want do everything to make you change your mind from showing up every day to be you right there was no oh you abroad coming in this gym oh i respect you no what's this broad doing in here Oh, we want we want to make her we want to make her understand that this is not a place for a woman. That's how it that's how it was. Y'all not going to come on here and don't do that. Take it to the other show. Y'all know it's a, it's another show that you can do that on, not this one, right? I I love what y'all are saying. I, I you know and and how y'all um support us women but y'all are not y'all are not going to do that eddie barrington comes in and says uh sugar's whole point is that there would there would be a huge barrier to your ability to watch the all-star female boxers of that time of course we're seeing great fights and fighters um like you're seeing what's in front of you Okay, you're seeing still what's put in front of you. I, I know what the terrain is out here. I know the different styles. I know the different kind of women fighters out here, right? Um, Eddie Hearn and all of these mofos that put some Chef Boyardee in a can and feed you something processed that they like and you like it, that's good. But I like home cooking, right? I do respect a lot of these broads out here. Give me a moment.
Hey, y'all, I'm back. All right, so goodness, we going past two hours, right? I had to con- I had to let the steam off with that little thing. Um, yeah, I like home cooking. I know what the style. Um, I like what the style of home cooking is, right? Um. Ain't nothing like a a good ass whooping, whether you see it in the parking lot at the Walmart or under the lights in the rain. It's still women behaving badly, right? And what I don't want to happen in the women's boxing industry is for people like some of you out there to um, make us women who do behave badly feel like that there's only a certain type of woman that can behave badly or she can only behave badly in a certain way because styles make fights, right? She don't have to be clean, right? Look at McCaskill, right? We don't understand, but she's in there windmilling her way to championship, right? Same thing, right? I want these, I want these, these basement boxing broads, like I said. I want these bar fighting broads, right? I don't want these celebrity, these, these celebrity made Eddie Hearn broads taking money from what used to be a way that us women behaving badly could make a living being us and creating our version of combat art. I don't want that, right? Look at Eddie Earn. Look at him. If he wasn't, if he wasn't a woman's boxing promoter, who, who the hell would give him some play? Come on now. Let's call a thing a thing, right? With a sauce, with a flavor, old school and new school, but new school need to respect the old school. And they need to work just as hard as old school. Otherwise, won't be no more of this. It'll just be for the celebrities. Right. It touches my heart. And I have to get I have to I have to really put y'all in your place about this. Because Sugar was a scrappy girl who would never have been looked at right now because she wasn't a superstar. She was a scrappy girl who wasn't afraid to fight. And I had to go through my ways and I had to fight and I had to, I had to find my style so I could fight. Right. And then what was, what was true in the amateurs became something like what you guys like now, a popularity contest in the pros to where only the popular girls, only the girls that they fed to y'all got the opportunities. 
while the rest of us out here damn starving. That's not what women's boxing is about. That's what this platform is for. I'm not going to sit here and 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 friggin' titty ride with y'all about the celebrities that y'all like. I'm on here to talk about women behaving badly and who deserves the shots and opportunities because they behave badly in the most authentic way. They do a good job of it. Um, Eddie Barrington says, women's boxing was wildly underserved in those days. Thank you, Eddie Barrington. Thank you. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, Terry fights damn good names. She bounced Obanoff easily when Obanoff canvassed Jonas three times in a round and chucked the towel in. She KO'd Wallstrom too, okay? Um, and um, Alicia Baumgartner bounced her ass, right? So like I said, Terry Harper at 154 pounds now, who am I gonna be interested in watching her bounce? Who's she bouncing? Is she gonna bounce Chris Namos? Like who's she bouncing? I need, we need her to step up, right? She said she bounced the young, she bounced the broads in the lighter weight step up. Now you talking about I'm not leaving 154. Well, show us why. Like I hope that there's a bad broad out there that she'll take on. That that's 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 very um um you know that's very brave and bold of you to say, I'm not leaving 154, bitch. You that bad? All right, well, let's see you fight some 154. Let's see you fight some great, con good contenders in 154. Let's see you bring some. Not name, not opponents and not name opponents. Let's see, um, yeah, uh, Raquel Miller. Let's see you fight her. Let's see you fight the likes of her, right? I don't, I don't care what you say. Show me better than what you could tell me, Terry Harper. I'm I'm not people like um, these fanboys and fangirls out here, right? I know what it needs to look like. I know what you need to do to 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 convey that I'm not leaving 154 message, and it ain't talking out your mouth. Um. Women's Boxing Channel says, but Sugar, you mostly put down and disrespect modern day fighters all the time. It ain't us that are disrespectful. When have I disrespected or put down any mod modern day fighter? I don't disrespect or put nobody down. What I do is I bring to light what they're actually doing. I don't make none of this shit up. I don't make none of it up. Sugar ain't never came on here and made up no story about any of them. I, it's there, they did it, right? 
your feelings are hurt women's boxing channel because i bring things up that your favorite fighters do or your fighters do i i bring up the i call them on their bullshit and your feelings get hurt right maybe a lot of these modern day fighters are on some bullshit compared to what it was before have you ever thought of it that way right nobody's disrespecting anything Sugar ain't never disrespected a female fighter on here, but she has called them on their bullshit, right? Get your story straight. Get your story straight. Um, And LOL, the kettle whistle went off. Yes, the kettle whistle went off because yes, I do have some, I do drink a spot of tea once in a while. And yes, I have a kettle, which I heat the water with and you know how that goes so yeah that's what's happening over here michael orr says the difference between fighters of the past and present is the science that goes into training pugilists have gotten bigger stronger and faster right so pugilists have gotten big bigger smaller smart uh, bigger stronger and faster but they are not as educated so they've traded the education for big, strong, and fast. That's why they don't last very long. That's why they don't last very long. And that's, yeah, and that's why their careers don't, you know, they, they're, they're not leaving legacies like the older fighters, right? Because they're going for bigger, stronger, faster. Boxing is a science, it's an art, it's a skill, it's a craft, it's education. Bigger, stronger, faster is, doesn't mean you have the IQ. It just means that you, you're doing the push-ups, you're doing the sit-ups, you're taking the, the, the peds, you're taking the whatever it is that'll get you bigger, stronger, faster that that's that's how that's how the game gets disrespected right that's why i love throwback fighters like a terence crawford he's a throwback fighter he has education that man can fight i i thoroughly love watching him fight um like i said i've done it I've gone in there and actually done it. So bigger, stronger, faster doesn't impress me because at this end of the day, when you get tired, what do you have? You have your heart and your mind. And what are you going to do when you're not the bigger one, when you're not the stronger one, when you're not the faster one? How are you going to win? Education. Okay. Don't let the smooth taste fool you. Sugar, sh sugar's true to this. I became a woman doing this, right? I have more respect than bigger, stronger, faster for what this game is. You, I, sugar, I sit down with the very best of them, men and women, and I talk the talk. And what they do, they nod their head. Why? Because I spit bars. I be spitting. I know what I'm talking about. I talk, I talk to the managers. I talk, I know this, I know it. 
I'm not guessing it. I come on, y'all come on this show. I say, ask me, ask me. Because I want to know, I want to know what y'all want to know. And I want to tell y'all the authentic answers to these questions. But if you come in on me, coming on here with the instant noodle version of something that I'm trying to educate you about now, you know, you being disrespectful, you being disrespectful. I have no reason to lie. I have no reason to put nobody down. I respect everybody doing this. Um, Michael Orr says the new gen may lack in the skills, uh, the skill set of pugilists before them may the new generation lacks the skill set that the generations previously had. Why? We talked about this on the show, on the Friday night show with Tim Witherspoon. The old generals died with the knowledge in their brain. And these new school, these new guys did not take the time to stick around and really learn from the older generation. The only people that will ever will be able to pass that knowledge along now are the fighters, are the, are the fighters who can teach it. That's, that's who's passing the, that knowledge down. Bing, poof. right? So I'm not on here, who, me? <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm not on here. Um, um, putting nobody down. I'm on here calling what I calling it at what I see, right? And to be honest, like I'm the reason why the sugar show is still on or the sugar show is still going is because I'm the only person that has the gonads to do it. I'm not trying to be. I'm friendly, but I don't need to be anybody's friend in women's boxing, right? It it didn't get me it it didn't get me much being people's friend in women's boxing, right? It's all the same, right? You got to know your stuff. You got to know your stuff in this game, and you got to know when somebody's serving you a a, a hot shit pie, <laughs> right? No, thank you, right? I know what ingredients go into a real pie. I'm not going. I'm, I, no, thank you. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, Terry is trying her best to fight Jonas to go for Undisputed, but it's Jonas who don't want the smoke. How about Terry? This is what y'all don't understand. To become a, a mandatory and to, to become a valuable contender, you need to fight hard people. If Terry Harper wants to be a contender for Natasha Jonas, then she needs to go into the trenches and, and fight some monsters. And when she fights these monsters or when she fights these hard contenders out there, then she brings more to the pot. She brings value to the pot. And then people start to see her to say, wow, she did that. That broad was tough and she beat her like that. Wow. I would let she, I don't know if Jonas would be able to beat her if she did that to a contender like that. That's how it works. It's, oh, oh, you fight me, fight. No, no. When I was, when, when I was a contender, 
I always, I always tried to find the the person or fight the 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 people that people were talking about, the contenders. I brought my own contenders. I wasn't trying to fight old old people. Um, what you call it? Uh, used up opponents that she oh she beat her so i'm gonna fight her so i could beat her that's why nobody wanted to fight me i took those chances i left my hometown i did those things right so i want to see these broads do stuff like that i want to see terry harper add um add some depth to the pool instead of chasing after damn natasha jonas Make your own legacy. Um, Women's Boston Channel said, I call facts, not favorites, with respect. Um, you call, I mean, what is a fact if you don't know the real story behind what you read? They said, Christopher Columbus discovered uh, America, discovered the islands that he landed on. That's a fact. That was a fact. But there was people on, there was people on the, the damn islands. It was people on the continent of, of America when he so-called discovered these places. Gone with your facts. Gone somewhere with these facts. These facts are, are stories. These facts are things that were orchestrated for you to believe, for you to read and believe. Right? When you know the industry and you know the business, you can read between the lines. So facts ain't facts to me. The facts that you believe, <laughs> you can live with them. You can love those facts. I I know what I know what it is out here. That's why we have the sugar show, because those people who want to understand and know the authentic reasoning and understanding of what's happening out here, they'll listen to sugar. Um Michael Orr says, I think it's more Ben Shalom, a boxer, and Eddie can't get the deal done. Um, regardless, there are other contenders out there that these two women can fight to bring to the table. So, like I said, do y'all are are y'all fans of women's boxing or are y'all fans of women boxers? Pick a damn side because it's not the same. Both you Women's Boxing Channel and you, Michael Orr, right? I'm on here to talk about women's boxing. I'm not on here to talk about celebrities, celebrity women boxers. This is not, There's there are a lot of podcasts and a lot of shows and streams that do that. Go find one of those. But that's not what we do here on the Sugar Show, right? The Sugar Show is, is talking about the authentic world of women's boxing and 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 what it is that you're looking at and what you're actually listening to and seeing um 
Women's Boxing Channel says, you sound rather resentful of today's fighters at times, though, just saying. Um, I would sound resentful to someone who doesn't understand what I'm saying. Right? Um, when I was young coming up, when I was young coming up, the old women used to say things to us young women. And some of some of us young women would take it, oh, she's jealous because she's old. She's not young like me, so she's jealous. But some of us young women would understand where these old broads are coming from. Case in point. My grandmother grew up in a time where women couldn't get certain jobs. Women weren't allowed or women weren't, the common woman wasn't able to get a certain uh, level of education. And so she would talk about us young broads and say, y'all don't even know what hard work is. You don't know what it means to this, this, this. You don't da da da, right? I never looked at her as resentful. I looked at her and I understood her pain. I understood what she meant. I understood her message to me saying that if I had what you had today, I would be so much more because I know what it means to work hard. I know what it means not to have. I know what it means to work hard for the, for the shit end of the stick because I worked hard for the shit end of the stick and here you go, you can go to school you can get a job, you can make money, and you doing this, I expect more of you. You can do more. I believe that you can do more because I did it and you have a lot more opportunity than I did. So do more, impress me. That's what my grandmother used to say. I would never look at an elder. I would never look at someone who's walked the hard road before me and say, oh, you're resentful. That's very immature. And I'm not immature. I would feel them. I would have enough respect to educate myself about where they're coming from. I wouldn't sit there and devalue what they are and what they've done. Not me. I can't. Look at me. I have ancestors that I can't do that to. I owe that to them. So my perspective is a little bit different from yours, Women's Boxing Channel, right? 
Um, call it what you may, but it is what it is on the sugar show. Um, Michael Orr says sugar just gets amped up with the way these women are getting these opportunities without putting in the work. Michael Orr also says slump some of these chumps. I mean, that's what it was too. You know, women were, there were more, who, who's like, who's really getting it nowadays? And these, 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 these fights are happening and, and they're, they're, you know, point fighting their way to the end and stuff. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like that in the earlier times. They wanted blood. The crowd wanted blood. And that's what the crowd got back in back in the day. Right? I remember being past blood-soaked gloves before I went in the ring as an amateur at, at the women's tournaments. Blood-soaked amateur boxing gloves. They don't do that now. Oh, I remember um, when they changed the gloves to rubber gloves. So then when you hit hard, it bounces back off. The harder you hit, the harder it bounced off. Changed the game completely. That That's me, that I was there. Right, so these are these are the facts that I'm spitting to you, right? These girls that you see and whatever, they're not even they're not even trying to hit nothing because they're coming from their background is coming from they're they're use they're wearing rubber gloves to fight each other that bounce off. They don't even know what it feels like to really be hit. They don't know what a real fight feels like. That's what I'm talking about. So you call it resentful if you want, but I'm 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 talking about how what has changed the game. And what I want you guys to understand so the quality doesn't turn into something else and so we don't women's boxing don't turn into celebrity boxing. This is the time to be a women's boxer. This is a time for us to eat. But the longevity of that is determined with how we perform in there and how hard we are working in there to make this money. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, oh, but I do know what goes on behind the scenes as well as reading up and watching. I suppose Women's Boxing Channel, I suppose. I guess um, we agree on some of the things, but um, I, I think the behind the scenes that you're talking about is the gossip, he say, she say. I'm talking about behind the scenes of the feels. I'm talking about behind the scenes of what you, you really have to go through to do this shit. I'm talking about those behind the scenes. <laughs> I'm talking about that. I'm talking about the hurts and the pains. I'm talking about the selling a little of yourself to get a little further. The compromise of your soul 
That's what I'm talking about, right? So I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but that's that's what I reveal on here. Um, Michael Orr, oh, um, Women's Boxing Channel says, I have my finger on the pulse, trust me. Okay, good. Michael Orr says, I see a lot of these female boxers moving through the ranks and getting title shots without actually being tested in the ring just because of their amateur pedigree having fought opponents i mean and and like i said michael orr said it but that y'all don't understand the climate of what the am what amateur boxing is it's not it's not the same as it used to be if you're using gloves that if you're using gloves and headgear and 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 people are now only tapping each other. What is that going to produce? Where is that going to? What kind of fighter is that going to produce? Right? That's touch. That's tagging. And so that pedigree now is what determines professional and professional value. Absolutely not. We can't do that. We can't do that. The value is being cheapened and bastardized. This industry is legalized assault. Us women who are willing to go in there and do it, we perform it, but it's legalized assault. It is not tag. And I may seem like a barbarian talking about it that way, but that's what it is. That's what it is. Right? That's why girl that's why women have died in here. Right? Because that's what it is. So let's respect it. Let's respect it. Let's respect it enough to give value to the women who are actually doing it, who are actually going in there playing with fire and actually playing with fire. Right? Not the ones blowing smoke. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, so... Katie Taylor versus Pursoon. Katie Taylor versus Serrano. Cameron versus McGee didn't want blood. Marshall versus Shields didn't want blood. It wasn't just back then. It's now too. They wanted blood, but was there blood? I they wanted it. You know what I'm saying? Like they wanted it. Um, go to the go to the retro women's fights. Go to the old school. I'm not even going to name it because y'all need to do some homework. I'm not going to sit here and give you the answers. Go look up. Go look up the old school women fights. Go look at Bonnie up Bonnie Canino and them. Go look up Hannah Fox. Go look up Fredia Gibbs. Go look up all of them broads. Go look up um uh goodness uh Deidre Goddery or something like that. I mean. They're not even these. They're not even. There's not even footage out here 
on a lot of great women fights that happen. Look up Samaya Nani. Look up Marcia, Marisha Shaw. Look up those type of women, right? Look up those type of women. I showed Isra Girgra. Like these are the type of women. That would stand there and fight, stand there with and throw leather. They're not tapping in there. They're not running from a fight. They're fighting. They're fighting. They're not running from a fight. They're fighting. Um, Michael Orr says, who are there just to be another notch on, on that win column? I mean, glorified opponents and all of that stuff. We can't, we can't do that anymore. Women's Boxing Channel says, I get to talk in DM to certain managers and coaches by telephone and promoters like Fight Zone on the phone for an hour about what's going on. So yeah, I know way more than I let on often. Let me tell you something about managers and coaches. They letting you on. <laughs> um, managers and coaches are not going to sit there and tell, you said you talked to uh, Melissa St. Ville the one time and she told you, I ain't even in no shape with her little uh, Mickey Mouse voice. You could believe that shit if you want to. This is boxing. This is the industry of boxing. Nobody, especially, nobody's going to tell you the truth. Women's Boxing Channel. They're not going to tell you nothing. Everybody, it, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's a language that we speak. We'll tell, we'll, uh, uh, somebody will tell you something in a real, just come to a Friday, go to a Friday and listen to t Tim Witherspoon talk, right? I've been on there with me and Tim. I have me a time with, with, with champ Tim because when we talk or when he sets, he'll, he'll cut right to the chase. Oh, so they was going to use him as an opponent. Yeah, yeah. When these guys say one thing, Tim comes with the real, real on, on what, what it is, what had happened. So yeah, you get to talk on the phone. Yeah, they love that for hours jive in your ass do that if you want to right you gotta learn the language baby stick with me michael Orr says oh we're about to go into a three-hour show i'm gonna have to wrap it up y'all but um michael Orr says but that goes both ways male and female i base my whole show on profiling these young hungry undiscovered pugilists that go unnoticed women's boxing gagardi so yeah you know you yeah that one um women's boxing channel says dennis hobson's a good guy yeah um they're all good guys they're all great gals out here <laughs> um michael orsers there's not enough time in the round to play chess in the amateurs it's more of a game of checkers. Um, two minutes, there's not much time to do anything 
in two minutes, if y'all men know what I'm talking about, right? Um, if, if you want to please anybody, you got to go more than two minutes, <laughs> even though, you know, um, that, that's the, that, that is the meat and potatoes of it all. But, you know, give me like, entertain me, give me some, I like the foreplay. Okay. So what I'm saying, I said that to say this, a person who is fighting two minute rounds, right, is a different animal from a person who's fighting three minute rounds and who has had that experience and intensity of having someone come at your head for three minutes straight. There's no ducking and diving and moving and bouncing in. There's none of that. You got to think. You have to be educated. You have to be able to remember a strategy. And that's a whole other ticket. Trust me. Uh, Women's Boxing Channel says, you mean draws. I'll huff you for not taking me. I don't know what you talking. I don't know what that mean. Um, women's boxing channel, but you know, we go back and forth and it's all in love. You know, I love you. I love you. Women's boxing channel. You my day one. We come in here, you come on here and you argue with me. And, 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 and I love you for that. Right. Because you show up and you show out and you know what you're talking about. Right. But with certain certain parts of the story, you just gotta let sugar take the lead, okay? Um, with, uh, lovely assistant, is there any more pictures? I y'all had me. I done done gone. It. Lovely assistant, you there? You probably sleep by now. It's ten and a half out here. Ten and a half, almost eleven. I think my lovely assistant is asleep. All right, so I'm gonna end it with this, you guys. Uh, Michael Orr says Wolf versus Ward. Um, did y'all know about Wolf versus Ward, right? One of the best knockouts in women's boxing history. And I'm not going to lie to you because I have a friend um, who is, she was a Olympic level basketball player. And, you know, we were, I was a boxer at the time, but she knew Vonda Ward and she was like, Vonda Ward is, you know, she's big and she's, you know, she was training. Vonda Ward was training. Ann Wolf was brought in as an opponent for Vonda, Vonda Ward, if y'all didn't, if y'all don't understand. Vonda Ward was supposed to be a star. But there's always a fighter's chance. And y'all know and Wolf is trained old school. And Wolf got the old school brain. Um, I would have loved to seen Clarissa Shields fight an Wolf. That would have been in, that would be an interesting matchup too, right? Because um, that style I think would probably be a difficult style for um, Clarissa Shields. Why? Because Ann Wolf is also very, was also very strong in both her determination, her will, 
and um, physically. So the pressure from that would be very, would have been very interesting um, to see how um, the Guat, Ms. Shields, um, would deal with, with, with that. There are no fighters out there like, there's no fighters around like um, Ann Wolf. No fighters of that fabric that exist nowadays. And that's what I mean. They can, but why don't they exist? Why don't women fighters like that exist anymore? Hmm. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, uh, he said, not chess, it's checkers. And we in the UK call it draws, scone drafts. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean it's 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 a it's a popular um, phrase in 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 boxing too, right? Boxing is uh, chess, not checkers, and it's true. It's true. You have to. It's a strategy. It, it's a. It, you have to have a strategy of a chess-minded person, not checkers. Um, Michael Orr comes in and says Barbara Brutchick was four eleven. She was a monster with 30 wins, zero losses, one draw. Okay. And, and she was a, she was a celebrity. Can you imagine the women who were fighting underground at the time that Barbara Brutcher was fighting? Can, she was a celebrity. She was someone who could do it and have some prestige about her. What about the bitches fighting in the barnyards? with no shirt on, titties out, and a skirt and her and they skirts. That's how it used to be back and that's how it was, right? That's how that's how underground fighting, that's how it was. Y'all don't know them stories. Y'all don't know them facts. Do some homework. Um Ward was about six foot six. Yep. Like I said, Vonda Ward was supposed to be the celebrity. She was supposed to be the superstar, but you saw what happened. Fighter's chance. Um, women's Boxing said, said uh, the hardest hitter back then was probably Lysia Riker. No. No. The hardest uh, hitter. Uh, you think the hardest hitter was Lysia Riker because that's what they spoon fed you. But the hardest, the hardest hitter in women's boxing back in 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 the day was not uh, Lucia Riker. You know what? I'm gonna do a show on that. Let's stick a pin in that. I'm gonna make a note of that. Hardest hitters. Thank you, Women's Boxing Channel. All right. Um. I'm very disappointed in Lucia Riker, to be honest, because she was she was actually my favorite fighter coming up. And then when I growed up and I and I really read and I saw what she did, I saw she ain't do nothing. I became more of a Christie fan. Lucia ain't did nothing. She didn't do nothing in women's boxing. She was more, she did more of it in kickboxing than she did in women's boxing. Um, 
Michael Orr says, uh, Gwen Gemini was one of the most accomplished and versatile welterweights of the 70s and 80s. Okay, now y'all, now, now y'all spitting. Now y'all spitting. Now y'all showing love to women's boxing. Now y'all spitting, right? And, and just like Brooke D says, Gwen Gemini, what was her style? Now you got to dig a little deeper. Styles make fights. What was the style? What was her temperament? Like the broad. Tell me about her. Be a real historic, like really love this shit. Because when you start loving it, when you start knowing who did it before, that's when you'll understand why it's interesting now. And what it needs to be even more interesting now and what the potential of it is. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, Riker broke Jane Couch's jaw. Yes, but because at the, you know, at the end of the day, Jane Couch was not going to run from no dang broad in there. And she broke Jane Couch's jaw. And I think Jane Couch finished the damn fight. You know how damn painful a broken jaw is? And Jane Couch finished it. Tell me abroad now. Tell me what one of these young broad, these new broads now that got swag like Jane Couch that you see, they, they, they getting beat because of the weight. Right? Tell me abroad that her jaw is broken there and, and she's still fighting and making it through. And on that note, because I gotta get to bed. My my lovely assistant, sleep and all done left me froze on, on, on this image right here. And that ain't how we I wanted to end it. Thank you guys. Oh, now you so you awake? All right, talk, my guy. I'm going to say this, though, about the uh, this picture right here. I see what they're selling. She a big, surely scary broad. But I think she puffing smoke. Um, tattoos don't scare me. Muscles don't scare me. I... What can you, what, what that bitch doing in the ring? That's, that's what, that's what, um, delights me. That's what impresses me. And I see Jake Paul. He's, he seems to be the type of guy that would be impressed by something like this, but Shadisha Green still has to prove herself. Um, I just don't think I, I I see her coming, but um she better be careful. She better take some time, and Jake and Jake and them better take some time to build her to be a little bit more real before they face off with French before she faces French on in there. That that I'm gonna say about this. Okay, so yeah, she she look. She looks scary. She looked big, strong, and fast, I guess, but can she fight when it comes down to being in a fight? Can she be behave better than the baddest broad now in that division? Hmm. Does she deserve the money that she's going to get for doing this? 
over all of the other contenders? The, these are the questions, right? 11 and no 11 KOs. That kind of record doesn't even doesn't even interest me in women's boxing because I automatically know that it's padded. I automatically know that that 11 and 0 was made, not earned. Um, women's boxing says she did indeed go the distance with a busted jaw, my girl. Jane Couch. And then Women's Boxing says, it's 10 minutes to four here. About to get to bed. Thank you, Women's Boxing, for spending the night with me. Uh, women, I thought you was going to sleep, Women's Boxing Channel. You want to come back talking about, yes, but um, in calling herself the heavy-hitting diva, Cruz Desern only got two K TK, T uh, TKOs. Come on. You want to know why? Because no one's teaching these broads how to stop broads in the ring. The education is not there. The potential is there. Like I've said, these young broads have great potential, but they don't know how to put it together for what we really want, which are this which I the object of the game is to stop that person in front of you, not to make it to a decision. The object of the game is to stop your opposition. Right? The education is not there. There are things that are done in there that slows the body down, that slows the brain down that work on the mind. That's the sexy part of boxing. It ain't the strong, fast, and hard. It's how you give it, right? That's what women like me appreciate, how you give it. So, I'm gonna end it, y'all. It's three hours. It's a three-hour show. I can't believe y'all do this all the time, but I love it. Thank you, guys. Like, subscribe, and share. This is the first time I've said it the whole time. Like, subscribe, and share this sugar. Thanks for showing up, all my guys. Okay? Thanks, Women's Boxing Channel. Thanks, Michael Orr. Thanks, Eddie Barrington. Thanks, George... Um. Come on now, I gotta scroll back and find you. Thank you, One Round with George. And thank you, my guys at Talk and Fight for being here and giving Sugar the support to stay on here and have a time with all of you out there in cyberspace. Okay, y'all check out my guys and my gals now on um we got something going on i think every hour on the hour on talk and fight but always chime in we are the, the guys and gals always get together sometimes sometimes when y'all get lucky on um the, on fridays on the talk and fight panel okay so if y'all don't see me there y'all will certainly see me next wednesday night uh 7 30 same time 
same time, same face, may not be the same place, but I'll be waiting on you. Until then, bye-bye.